All right, everybody, let's stop having fun and start watching Christmas movies. Welcome, Welcome to the North, to the North Hole. Hole. Welcome to the North Hole. <laughs> Welcome to the North Welcome Hole. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Take a dive into shitty Christmas movies. In the time of year where people spend time with people who share similar genetic information. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. We always sound like we're alone in the studio, but we're not today. I didn't know what to say. Um, today we have an incredible person. Dylan Fowler is with us. Hi. He is the gay poster child for nearly, you know, at least three boroughs in New York City. He's in the gay men's chorus. He's a man about town. Amanda and I actually used to live with him. And based on all of the commentary that we would come up with about Sex and the City reruns together, we decided that Dylan um, was going to be a great guest for this podcast. He is pop culture informed. I'd say one of the most. Wow, mm -hmm. um, expert in trash. Expert in trash. He's a real expert in trash. Thank you so um, much. And we love his taste. So, uh, welcome Dylan. With an intro Thanks like that. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of hours spent watching Trash with you two, so. Yeah, and yeah, I'm fun. so excited. <laughs> so, this this time we watched something that, that wasn't really, isn't really within our scope normally. So normally we're like a strictly Hallmark Channel made for TV movie, but there's a Christmas movie that really has a special place in my heart, and it's I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah. Starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Ugh. 1998. And Jessica Biel. Don't forget about Jessica oh, Biel. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Gary Cole's amazing performance as the yeah, dad. Yeah, you're right about that. There's a. This is a star-studded cast. And the guy who was on 7th Heaven. What is his name? The bad guy. We'll get there. The Brad, bad guy. Chad, yeah. Tad, Thad. Eddie. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's Eddie. a classic, like, Christian bad boy. He really is. Ooh. Uh, ooh, I love them Christian bad boys. So uh, I always like to start out before we dive into it too much. Dylan, do you want to give us a little little summary? What happens in this dang old movie? Oh, man. Okay, um, so Jonathan Taylor Thomas, um, he goes to a school in California, college. This is, I think, the first time we've seen him in college. Um, he, it's very strange. He's, like, not popular. He's, like, helping kids out of lockers and things. But he has this smoking hot girlfriend, and uh, played by Jessica Biel. Um, long story short, his dad wants him to come home for Christmas. He's mad about his stepmom, and he doesn't want to come. Dad offers up a Porsche if he can make it home by Christmas Eve at 6 p.m. Just your standard bribery. Just your standard bribery. And he's like straight up dreaming about that Porsche too. So like. <laughs> Those dream I mean, sequences are spicy. I so say. yeah, so it's just a wacky road trip of him trying to get home to New York from California by Christmas Eve. How Very that? succinct. Very yeah? wonderful, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say that 
I every time I watch this, and I do watch this one every year, I always forget why I like it so much. And you watch this every year? I watch it every yeah. year. This is actually the only repeat house. one that. Well, no, that's that's a lie. Like we've seen a few repeat ones, but Amanda did try to get me to watch this last year, and I actually think this is the movie that precipitated our disagreement about Christmas movies because I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh man. Yeah. I just think, like there there can be. I mean, well. What was Christmas like in your household growing up, Dylan? Did you watch movies like this when you were growing up? Um, <clears throat> yeah, though not as like a family gathering. It was mostly just my sister and me watching Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't. We weren't really a family Christmas movie family. Yeah, but you and your but, sister, like this, might have been yeah. standard fare for you. Definitely, okay. and I watching it. Uh, there were a lot of commercials on Disney Channel for this movie, mm-hmm. and I like would pick out quotes rewatching it and being like, "Wow, that's." Really trailerable. Really. <laughs> it um, is so, so. There are so many moments like, like he's riding on top of a car. It's crazy. He's with a bunch of old ladies. <laughs> he's it's like crazy. running with Santa. Right. You know? I like, mean, uh, yeah. I have God. so much to say about this. I was so upset when we were watching this because it was out of the scope and the budget is thirty million dollars. Which for the movie, yes, which is, <laughs> where did it go? Where, where did, it, did go? it go? Where did it JTT go? made like 20 million off of this. <laughs> and then the Porsche was like 10 million for yeah, that, those true, few true, shots. Yeah, true, true, true. Those transpo guys were really, really damn good though. Oh, Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I was just, I think we've been watching such horrible Christmas movies that this one felt because it was still a bad movie, but they had like good lighting. They mm-hmm. had actors who had been in more than like a community production of like Pirates of Penzance before. Mm-hmm. They had like rights to certain music that made mm-hmm. it like yeah, enjoyable to watch, you know? Like they just had a budget for all these things, but it still wasn't good. And you didn't get the pleasure of watching people be like, oh, it's Christmas, my special Christmas boy. <laughs> like that, the acting level was like so much greater than that, but it was still like, ugh. So I I wanted to, as a counter to that, and this is not, we're not gonna get into this discussion because we watched it, so and we have it's been to done, therapy. honey. And we've been to therapy, so we know how to talk to each other. Um, <laughs> more importantly, the reason that I picked this one is because it it li- it had its life in syndication. No one's on theaters. It only made back like a mm. tenth of its budget mm. in theaters, but <laughs> it played. Surprising. It continues to play on the Disney Channel, and um, yeah, it's a Disney owned movie. It continues to play on the Disney Channel like all year around Christmas. So it was. It is significantly higher budget than anything that we have done. But oh, it oh, Mama, is it bad? Um, <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> oh, you think it's good? So like. Well, okay, I think it's good in the realm, like, would I be shocked if you told me that it did not win any Academy Awards? No. (laughs) You know, like, but I just just have such an appreciation for, I, on my own, watched a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie by myself in my bed recently. So, like, this is my genre. So, So, yeah, it's, it was such a sexy, for me, this was like, when I watched this when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, he's out of the he's out of the house now. Yeah, yeah. He's off of the He's out of control. He's in college, he's which is like of, crazy. Yeah. You know? Okay, let's talk about that college really quickly. Because yeah. the first Palisades. thing the first note, the first note I wrote was why are these middle school children pretending to be in college? And why is this college pretending to be a middle school? <laughs> yes. The first shot we have is someone getting stuffed in a locker. I wrote the same thing. Like Did your who, college have lockers? No, not at all. <laughs> and also 
who in college allows themselves to be bullied and shoved in a locker and not going to like HR somebody <laughs> about it your favorite math Counselor. teacher or something you know like yeah. That poor kid, he also had really, really large braces. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that yeah. was Big what was eyes. confusing. It was like, there's like the high school nerd trope, but like Disney, like I feel like even their <laughs> viewers would know that this is fraudulent. Like yeah. when they were at that party, I was like, it looks like they should be drinking red pop with red mustaches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to be fair, I this movie came out in 98, yeah. right? Yeah. So they were supposed to be, I think in the movie he says, I'm 18, dad, or something uh, like that. I was maybe eight in 98, uh, eight or nine. You didn't see the holes then. Right, but you exactly. He yeah, just seemed like yeah. older and so just cool. sexier than any man I would be able to get. Oh, so like, man. you know, when I was eight years old, it was relatable or like real. Relatable. Yeah, this <laughs> it was not relatable this is real. at all. My Porsche <laughs> problems, my stepmom problems, my locker Santa problems, problems <laughs> my locker problems. I know, all the college kids, now, you, now you're like grown and wise and you're like, college kids are so fucking depressed. Like this is just not something that would ever happen. You'd never be smiling You'd like never this, be smiling. Laughing. Yeah. Uh, Having no. this innocent fun with little pieces of paper, snow and you know, making little oh, piece of paper snow for your girlfriend. Was that? Yeah, that was very quite romantic. So, romantic. so it's still so. Even though we see the holes, we still get sucked in a little bit, yeah. Dylan. I was t- one. I will like for anyone listening at home. I was sucked the fuck in. <gasps> like I am not ashamed. I thought it was. I just had a blast. You had rapt attention, would you say? I had a blast. I wish I would have kept going. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so crazy. I feel like for me this movie was like someone telling me their dream or <laughs> or like well, if if someone played like a Mad Libs game, a Mad Libs game with like an awful 5-year-old and then was like, "Check out how funny this is. Let's make it a movie." That's what this movie read to me. As. Wait, Katie, Man. you got to you got to tell me why you hated it so much. Break it down. Because it felt like someone telling you their dream. They're like, this is a crazy adventure I went on. First I was in a car, then I was out of a car, then I was with some old ladies, then there was a policeman. The Tom Jones ladies, I laughed so hard. They were such gags. Like, they're just such gimmicky gags. It was like... Someone played a Mad Libs game, you guys, and this movie came out of it. I think that for me, why I think it's both bad and incredible is because you see that Disney was like, all right, we got JTT. He's here. He's coming off the Lion King. He's hot. He's fresh. Like every every little, uh, you know, confused queer 10-year-old has a uh, picture of him. Home Improvement may have just ended. Home Improvement ended. They got him on contract, and they're like, he's going to be a star. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they're like, can he carry a movie by himself with his acting chops? Like, we know he can be funny, so can he carry it? And it's like watching the weight of an entire $30 million budget on the yes. on the weight of a, a kid's shoulders. And the answer and is yes, his he little, can. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, the answer is like him struggling and being like, ah. he's got a lot of monologues that he does by himself. And oh. at that point, it's like watching a giant, it's like Sisyphus, like it's like watching like a, or like Atlas, like watching the entire world crushing this like inadequate teen star actor who was like, I was cute as a child. Is this working? I don't know. <laughs> and you could see the producers be like, I don't know, maybe we could leave him on screen with a bu- with a buzzard for a little while. Uh, Do you think he could kind of play? He's like, yeah, I can I can really ham it up with this buzzard. 
He made some pretty good buzzard jokes. I was though. laughing at the buzzard part. <laughs> <laughs> he made some pretty damn good. And then when the other buzzard came in and they like went off together and he's like, oh, lovebirds. <laughs> so Come just, on, Let me Katie. just, for our listeners, to start our adventure, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, Amanda's showing him a picture of the buzzards now. I just remembered them, and I thought they so were funny. Good casting. It was good casting. They were great birds. Whoever their bird trainer was, yeah. I'll give them credit. Yeah. Give them the thirty million. Um, very fluffy buzzies. Very fluffy buzzies. <laughs> Hashtag fluffy buzzies. Yes. Um, to start off this wild zany adventure. Um, uh, JTT misses his flight because he was like provoking some bullies and so we're not sure like apparently they may have blacked out or something but JTT woke up miles and miles hundreds of miles away from his dorm room in the middle of the Joshua Tree Desert in a Santa suit mm -hmm. and buzzards are attach attacking him so he missed his flight and he's got to get back. I have a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part of the adventure JTT getting back home? What was the most memorable for you? I'd say that actually I think the only gag that worked in the series of gags was actually there are two gags that I think worked for me. The Tom Jones ladies made me laugh so hard. Can you explain like a bunch of old ladies in a car on the way and calling themselves they're like we're Jones, Jones we're Tommy girl Tommy's girls. Yeah, yeah. And like all those old ladies and I was just I pictured Dylan and I in the back seat with them <laughs> singing along wearing Tom Jones shorts and the what's new what's new pussycat makes me laugh as a song every time i hear it because tom jones is just an outrageous performer so that gag was also exactly 2 minutes long it was yeah. a tight 2 made me laugh you got me the second joke that really worked for me was i really loved the uh the cow diner song that happened where the policeman's oh, trying is, to get his girlfriend back. This is such a and long he's, setup to even a, explain what's I, happening here. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. It's just like a, a little part in the in a with a woman, a waitress dressed as a cow mm -hmm. in a steak house, and I feel like I've been to that steakhouse before in Texas, and I I've done the waitress. steak. I know you were that waitress, mm -hmm. and uh, just having a little scene with like some little character actors being like, oh, I don't know, I'm sorry I made out with someone, Marjorie, come back to me. I was laughing at that. Not as much as the Tom. Tommy's so girls, to further explain, because that fucking aria, if you will, that portion of the movie made so little sense to me. I kept waiting. So JTT gets paired up with a cop at some point, like a some crazy zany circumstance. He's paired <laughs> up with a cop. So I know. I like can feel the energy coming off of you next oh. to me. The right cop now. is a bumbling sort, which I love a bumbling cop because I, I think everyone's that. secretly anti-cop. Well, because they're trying to outsmart the cop, right? Mm -hmm. In the beginning, and you're like nervous because you think that this cop is smart. The tension in this film. You're so <laughs> nervous. And then you find out that he's bumbling. Yeah. And it's like, man, you could have just gotten away. What with the guy with the with the criminal that you the were in the car guy. with, right? Earlier, yeah, you know, Sam or Sean. Or um, yeah. but the cop is like, I cheated on my wife a few years ago. I'm driving out there right now. Will you come with me? You're dressed as Santa. I bet you could get her back. What kind of nonsense is that? That's a, that is Mad Libs right there. And like, I'm I'm just saying like, 
if anyone tried to pull that on me, I'd be like, I don't understand what's happening, and I'm not going to get back together. He had the Porsche in his eyes. Are you talking about JTT no, for I'm helping him? No, I'm talking about him? the waitress. Oh, well, oh, okay. sure, 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 sure. But anyway, what was the gag that you, or what was like the journey that most resonated with you? I thought that the Bavaria scene was pretty fun when he's like running through the hotel and there's like yodeling happening and it's damn good yodeling too i will say (laughs) oh yeah but it's just like really intense he like grabs the clerks by the the clerk by the neck and is like this is my girlfriend i need to see her and then gets like the whole bavaria world i thought was hilarious and then leading (laughs) up to that with him so for those at home he is on a bus, he sees his girlfriend and the Christian bad boy on TV kissing because there was mistletoe, and so he decides that he needs to go and find them. So the whole like getting the the raw meat that this person was eating on a bus, and like making that you know crazy to trick the bus driver the into organ going transplant to gag. the organ transplant where he writes on a cooler with crayons, and you know like, we're like we gotta pull over. Also, the name of that Bavarian town was Adelbrook, but I kept thinking I I kept thinking they were saying Analbrook, and I was like, let's get this heated let's up. Let's get this show on. Um, the they also had a. a like um, a big town display of a bunch of people acting as a human clock. And the only part I liked about this movie was a human clock. Okay, now this is something I'm interested in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that the man was like trying to beat his wife on the human clock. Oh yeah, that was it. Like, I feel like they were chasing each other. It was like Judy and It was like a folksy German Bavarian Mm -hmm. scene. Yeah, Yeah, where you kill your wife. Where you kill your wife. I Uh, think they make a joke about that also. Like uh, Jessica Biel, which by the way, Jessica Biel is the woke one in the movie. Oh yeah, she has a very strong moral compass. Yeah, Yeah, she's pretty good. And she like looks up and she's like, I don't know, says something about how... She, like, calls out numerous times, like, she, when she gets in, um, so Jessica Biel is supposed to be with JTT on this flight. Obviously, he doesn't show up. He's in the middle of the fucking Joshua Tree National Park. And so she gets a ride with Christian Eddy, and before, bad boy, before she gets in the car with him, she's like, no racism, no homophobia, no sexism, or else I'm not fucking, and, like, you lay a fucking hand on me. And then she calls out, like, sexual assault numerous numerous times. Like, it was just, like, I was pleased to see that, because in 1998, for a Disney movie, I was like, that's pretty chill. Yeah. Like, well, I thought it was, uh, so I wrote it here, the slug monologue, because she's like, if you do this, I'll slug you. Yeah. If you do this, I'll <laughs> slug you. And at first she's like, don't make any like dumb jokes, I'll slug you. If you try to touch me, I'll slug you. But then when she said the thing about the racism, homophobia, and sexism, I was like, whoa, she's looking out for everyone here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it almost makes up for the fact that there's no people of color in the movie. <laughs> I was gonna say that her that she was so you know, she was written so well, but her sunless t- her like sunless tan was done so poorly that it, it balanced out. She was so like spray tanned in this that her and they did the thing where um, that they kind of do to Ch- Channing Tatum sometimes, where they accidentally spray tan their lips too, so that <laughs> their flesh that. and their lips are the same sunless tan, and they look like a, a Band-Aid. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was yeah, really, yeah, yeah. she was serving Band-Aid face. Also a lot this. of visible acne on her face, which I was like, how old, was she 17 also? I think she was pretty young. Yeah. She I looked mean, so her. much older than JTT though. Definitely, <laughs> crazy. definitely. Yeah. To be fair, he still looks like he's 17 years old. A little, so. a little yeah. lamb. Yeah. He Poor looks guy. like a little lamb. Um, I do, I do want to say that if I were, if someone was pitching this movie to me, I would 
freaking back it. I mean, like, because it is like, I, I mean, Katie, you hate this movie, and we'll we'll figure out how how, how JT possibly or like how JTT hurt you as a child. We'll yeah, figure that yeah, out. We need to talk about we'll go this. through that. But I think that if someone was like, all right, kid in a Santa suit trying to get home, Santa suit's glued on, what's gonna happen? I would. I think it's pretty funny. Like, yeah. I think that uh, like a teen in a Santa suit is a pretty funny like basic gag. Mm-hmm. The use of the beard was pretty funny. The too. use of the beard was pretty funny. Um, it got really yellow. Yeah, they really it did glue really, it yeah. on, though. I was like, I didn't understand. I guess I've never put on a Santa suit, so I don't know how it works. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I didn't realize they were we'll adhesive. But they super glued it on him. Yes. Right. 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 And he's, the whole... Actually, every Santa, Katie, is glued into <laughs> their suit. Right. Also, that's a Christmas, a, a Christmas that's tradition. A Christmas. <laughs> I don't know it as a Jew. The pain that Santa goes through every year. <laughs> getting in, getting out of getting it. Getting in, getting out. Um, um, they also wow. were like very liberal with the ripping off the beard and the hat jokes, which yeah. I thought were funny every time. Why, yeah, why not throw <laughs> them in? Why not throw them in? You know. We were cracking um, up. Yeah. Cracking up. But also, like, he, he would not have a face after all of that beard ripping off. Yeah, yeah that's true. His, poor, his beautiful, delicate oh, baby skin so would just be ripped off of his face. I would, I would probably get murdered you in would, the first third of this journey, but I would, would, I, would, I, you would have be a good. I would, I would vote you to do this journey out of anyone in this room. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan no would like sit down and like try to try to get. No, actually, you would Dylan grind would, your I way know, across the country. No, you would. I, you would. Oh, if you had your you phone, would you would across the country. Why don't we make a two? Scrap and then it's just me in a Santa <laughs> suit. You take Grinder across America. Ah, I would love done, that. done, done, done. Yes, 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 yes. Green light, green light, green light, green light. <laughs> um, oh, no, but to be totally fair, like watching him standing on the side of the road, I was anxious for him. So my anxiety, um, like yeah. I would need CBD oil out the ass. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like there's no way. You would need at least some provisions. Yeah. yeah. I also feel like... Um, Okay, when I see someone in a Santa suit, I automatically assume that they already smell horrible. Like nah. there's something about like that velvet, that, like um, yeah. that furry Santa it's suit. It's, it's the glue. glue. <laughs> you gotta get glued in. It's something about that like fake that faux fur. It it just like it reminds me of like a party city cut. You know, it it just looks like people smell bad. And knowing that a teen was wearing it on his glued onto his body for like you know a week straight or something, days and days. All right, so my question to everyone is, what character do you relate to the most? I mean, my gut reaction was Jessica Biel, but I think (laughs) at the heart of this movie, I am the little sister. (laughs) Oh, that makes sense still. I mean, she, but then she came through at the end and was like genuinely kind to help out their dad, Mm -hmm. but like is a total bitch up until that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. And she was in Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. That's where I recognized her from. Yeah, you did keep asking me, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I knew she was Disney. She she was was like like, the bad girl on Xenon that Xenon ended up becoming friends with. Yeah. Um, Dang. Yeah, yeah. I definitely related to her a lot. And she was like just excited for Christmas. But also bitchy. Yeah, just talking on the phone. <laughs> my on the two couch. favorite things: yeah. being bitchy and loving Christmas. And loving that's, Christmas yeah, that's and family. <laughs> such a Dylan quality. 
I feel like Jessica Biel is the only choice for me because I'm a hot teen mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I pretty much hate everyone. So you there know. Yeah. yeah. What uh, if you guys had to pick a character for me? Who would you pick? Jonathan mm, Taylor T -T -T. Thomas. For sure. For sure. <gasps> yeah. Is my this like, is my wet dream? Yeah. yeah this is he handled it very similarly to how you would have handled that yeah. situation. I would have scammed my way through a little bit. But the little things, like how he said, how he was only able to leave a voicemail for like a second, and he's what does he say? Like desert buzzard um, Santa. Santa and uh, tumbleweed and like. Sure, that made no sense to Jessica Biel, who's listening to it, but like, that's all he had. Like, what else are, are you, you going to do? Are you saying that's a very you know? Amanda? I, I, think, I think Amanda, I think you would have even done better yeah. and been like, I'm in a desert. And like, you know, would have figured it out. But like, yeah, you, you definitely I would have given my like, I, like a coordinating triangulation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really appreciate that, guys. It's, yeah. I'm really blushing yeah, right now because I'm feeling so good. I would actually, I, I might be one of the Santas in the marathon that like uh, falls over early. There's a Santa marathon Whoa. that happens. And um, that is something that, I, that sounds like I might get duped into it. And a bunch of Santas trip and there's like a 13 car pile up. <laughs> I would be in that. <laughs> that was on the trailer too, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was that Santa absolutely. car pile up. I also like, I feel like I sharded my pants watching all those Santas drink milk and run a marathon. <laughs> else? Carbo loading. Carbo yeah, loading. I, I like sharded just thinking about oh. that. Um, oh. Well, I want to have us do our favorite quotes real quick. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because um, we're about, we're about get your notes. Yeah. Get your notes. Do you have? Who wants to start us off? Um, I guess I will. Yeah. I, I okay. So we keep talking about Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but the Christian bad boy I was so attracted to, y'all. <laughs> the scene oh, where he he's hot. in a towel <gasps> and oh, then JTT pulls the towel off. Fan fanfic. Writes itself right there. I mean, I like was aroused watching it now. I don't know if I'm even allowed you to say that. You probably exploded they were. <laughs> when you were like, like eight or something. You probably like internally exploded. I just thought he was the hottest thing. Yeah. So in the movie, he says, I'm a millennial type of guy. I did world music. I think Freon should be banned. I'm all about yoga and macrobiotic food. You know, I'm in touch with my inner child for God's sake. And for me, I was like, that is the model of the man that I'm looking for this, these days. <laughs> <laughs> I like just realized when he was saying all of that. You're looking for a millennial type, yeah. Someone who can make you like sprouted foods. Ah, mm -hmm. Sure, cool. sure. Well, uh, Christian Eddie Bully, if you are out there, yeah. we got someone who's, uh, who's looking I actually, I am DB him. Uh, I think he's doing, I think he's still working. Oh, oh, great. Yeah. Great. Maybe well, he'll hear this and uh, come a running. Yeah, maybe this will launch your career. Could you imagine if I got a date with Christian Bad Boy out of this? <gasps> God, you'd have to tell us everything. We'd have to have you We'd on have it. you back for We'd have you back for round two. <laughs> follow up. Um, my favorite quote was, so when Jonathan Taylor Thomas is in the car with the Tom Jones women, and he's like clearly pretty hungover, doesn't feel great, and they don't open the windows. There's a really funny exchange, actually. It's it's a pretty funny way to use older people in like a fairly non-exploitative way. But um, at some point, he pukes in the car, mm. and one of the women says, "He's yammying in my sister's handbag," <laughs> which yeah. like 
for a lot of these movies, I'm zoning out, then coming to, and it's always at these lines that I'm coming to, like yammying in my sister's handbag, that yeah. I'm like, what is happening? She says the word yammy a lot. She so says the word yammy a lot, which is hysterical. Um, and then at some point, uh, Eddie is driving a, uh, an SUV, and like gets caught up in a parade maybe, and he says, hey, jingle balls, move your candy canes. <laughs> you laughed really hard at that. <laughs> jingle balls, like, that's incredible. Katie that's was scowling throughout the entire film, and then when that happened, she goes, ha ha! And then that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. So my, my favorite, my quote is actually a quote from when Roger Ebert reviewed this film. And <laughs> I just wanna let you know that, I guess it came, it was in theaters the same time Pleasantville was. And his review was actually just a really positive review about Pleasantville with like this film's title at the top. And his uh, review was, this is cinematic Ovaltine. (laughs) And then his second quote is, I'll be home for Christmas will appeal to people who fail to care if nothing good happens in a movie, just as long as nothing bad happens in it. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I promise you, no one who's seeing Pleasantville is is also seeing this movie or would rather see this movie. Like there's no overlap in that Venn diagram. It could be argued that both good and bad things happen in this movie. It's just none of it really matters that much. Right, it's just not. I I don't know, yeah, Roger Ebert, the stakes are low. It's a yeah, Disney film. Yeah, for sure. And he I doesn't got a little cha- teary, I guess he doesn't okay? change or Wait, grow. Wait, where, or... where did you get teary? A little teary at the what? end. <laughs> I mean, not really. I I don't cry. You were sobbing. But I, you were sobbing I was at the absolutely bawling. I think I made a note about it um, where it's at the very end, like when he's literally walking up to the house. The music. I don't even remember what song it was, but there was just a like... <laughs> And then, like, the crest is him, like, making eye contact with his family through the window, and they're, like, so excited to see him. And the stepmother is, like, so... They have a little moment. Wholesome. I would say, okay, so I think it is debatable if JTT grows or changes, because... We've seen this trope before where someone puts on a Santa suit and then gets into a series of things where they have to do good deeds and they change. Um, So maybe he did change. He forgave his stepmother, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, fuck you, Ebert. (laughs) Fuck Ebert. (laughs) Uh, um, so anyway. I, we also have a section where we do little snackadoodles that you oh. have during the film. Um, who wants to, any, any stack, snackadoodle recommendations, Dylan? I, Katie? Uh, go ahead. I don't know. I, I want to hear yours as an example. So my snackarellis are like hot fudge Pop-Tarts. Mm. Um, you warm up a bagel, maybe put a slice of American cheese on it. Mm. Um, uh, sleepover food. Sleepover yeah, food. Yeah, it's yeah, like sleepover yeah. food. Oh, yeah, fine. pizza rolls. Yeah, like yeah. it just... Bagel bites. Whatever the fuck. Uh, exactly. Yeah, bagel yeah, bites. Okay. Whatever you okay. at, ate like as soon as you got home from school. Mm-hmm. Consistently great. every single day. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know... Holiday classics, I think, would go along well. Like, um, what's that hay where you get those, um, <laughs> you know, those hay balls or whatever, haystacks? Listen, Does I'm not from know? North Carolina. I don't know I don't what know. the hell you're yeah. talking about right now. <laughs> you're like, eating hay? Dylan, like no wonder you're such a little crunchy but caramelly at the same time. Um, Is it Christmas also, bark? Yeah, it's... I'm thinking oh, of shit. a Ferrero Rocher. No, no, not at all, not at all. It's like That's those, um, all different like things. those uh, 
um, like French's crunchy shit that you put in salads or something. Oh, yeah. But then, like, you cover it in caramel and, like, it looks like a haystack that was, like, in the manger. I know, okay. Or, like, whatever. Uh, I'm starting to um, see what you're saying. Yeah. Or I'm puppy chow. This later. You puppy, puppy chow. chow? Yeah. yeah. She yeah. knows a puppy chow. She's yeah. a puppy chow. Or yeah. I was trying to envision what Dylan and I would be eating while watching this film as a snack, yeah. really. And I would say uh, go to the grossest pizza place. That's open the latest in your Jimmy's neighborhood. Pizza. Jimmy's Pizza, Jimmy's Wilson pizza on Wilson Avenue in uh, in Bushwick, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, yeah. and just head in there. You know, watch out for like the rats that are going to be actually you know both cooking you and serving you the pizza because they can get a little nasty after 10 p.m. <laughs> Slide in there, get the coldest slice of cheese that you can manage. <laughs> the coldest, please. So your coldest, your coldest slice, please. And just you know settle in for a, a warm winter's nap and diarrhea. Oh man, and that's how I. That's how I. Enjoy While my I was Obi-Hum watching this, I ate a turkey and cheese sandwich with salt and vinegar chips. So From I would also suggest that. Yeah, from the fancy yeah. bodega down the street, though, uh, not the corner fantastic. one. Not yeah. the corner one. Um, okay. So I get, we always close out with, did you feel like the joy of Christmas while watching this, Dylan? Resounding yes. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Absolutely, I did. I, uh, from oh, beginning to end, uh, I was completely glued to the screen. That's fantastic. My my eyes and my body. Every, every <laughs> part of me was just glued. Watched it while grinding <laughs> up against like, the screen. Get off the screen. I was so aroused by this movie, y'all. I shouldn't admit that. But. You know, I listen. You're. You're a boy with needs. I'm a boy with needs. I'm a growing um, boy. Yeah, I feel like Christmas is definitely in the realm of your sexuality. You're a Christmas sexual. Oh, yeah, Christmas sexual for sure. (gasps) And Eddie, Christian Eddie, if you're out there. Please contact us. Please Please contact us. Feel free to slide into those DMs. It's at Lady Dildy. Yeah. Except I disabled my Instagram recently. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, there's no technology in this film, so maybe you could, well, you could beep you. I, you could write beepers. you a letter. You could write yeah, you a letter. Well, yeah, North Pole. Yeah. Or he could just Tweet go us. on a crazy trip across country and show up on my doorstep. <gasps> oh, my God. Suit, but with the crotch cut out. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Lovely. Done. Done and done. Um, I, I would say that I didn't feel as much joy of Christmas as Dylan, but <laughs> I would say I also, I actually, I think you'll be pleased to find out that I didn't not feel the joy of Christmas. What? Oh, after I know all that of I was, that. I know, well, I'm like just starting to I know to that PMS. we broke up in the middle of this, but. This is like, <laughs> Amanda and I had a full breakup. We, we took a full break for like an hour and a half from the relationship. Um, I actually like. Because it wasn't the movie, but it was because of that Disney mood that it puts you in that like saccharine, comfortable, lighthearted, not a care in the world mood that I think can like really signify like holiday time, don't have school, don't do anything. So, yeah, I guess I kind of felt something. Wow, really beautiful. Yeah. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we'll, if you reactivate your Instagram account, we'll make sure to, uh, at, you know, at you yeah. when this episode premieres. You know what? Tell me when it's going to premiere and I'll reactivate it. Beautiful. Done. That sounds at great. At Lady Dildy. Oh. And thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. Was it was fun. such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming oh. with your spirit and your joy. We yeah. loved it. I'm going to be watching this with you every year. 
So um, um, our theme song was by Toad. Thanks, Toad. Thank um, you so much, Toad. Follow us on Instagram. It's at the North Pole Podcast. We got a meme account going. It's really a blast. It's fire. And also, please rate us on iTunes. Subscribe. Do the whole thing. We're on Spotify, Stitcher. I think we're good. Yeah, we're on Stitcher too. We're on. Sure. We're, we're on all, all things I could make it happen. Like. Just hear those. Slave house tingling, rain team tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Ha 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 friends are calling you who. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Is that it? That was beautiful. That was great.